Hey everyone, I'm Steve Rizzo, and welcome to Hey, I'm Talking Here. This is a show about empowerment. It's a show about taking you to a better place personally and professionally. And in my view, that's the ultimate success. And this show is brought to you by Conversations with Bob. I'm sorry, operator, I can't hear you. Hey, I'm talking here, dude. I'm very excited about this. I really think uh, that this show is going to have a, it offers a lot to a lot of people. You know, I talk to people about happiness a lot. And a lot of people I talk to about it are pretty miserable. Today, more than ever, happiness is hard to come by. Uh, with the pandemic, uh, with the political upheaval, with all this stuff that's going around and people trying to uh, reinventing themselves because of the pandemic. Everyone was on employment at some point and, and, and small businesses were, were, it was difficult enough that it closed for a while because of the pandemic. Then they couldn't get anyone to work for them because they would rather get unemployment. And um, people were ordering stuff from uh, like all kinds of appliance stores and they couldn't get enough truck drivers to deliver the merchandise. So the entire country was in a, was in an upheaval for a while. And to talk about a topic about happiness, I know some people don't even want to talk about it because uh, their response usually is, you don't know what I'm going through. And uh, I always say it's not a matter of what you're going through. It's a matter of how you're handling it will determine how you go through it. And a lot of people don't want to hear that either. But um, I, I believe that's what this show is about, is to give you strategies, tips, so you can get to a better place in your life, personally and professionally. And it's all based on choices. And for every single choice that you make, there is always a consequence, whether it's made consciously or unconsciously. And a lot of people don't un understand or realize that too. As a matter of fact, where you are at this point in your life, think about it now, where you are is based on choices that you made at some point in the past. Those choices are the key factors that determine the quality of life that you have right now. And when it comes to happiness, and I and I talk about this a lot when I when I speak to my uh, my audience, my uh, the companies that hire me, I, I let them know right off the bat, this is not a Pollyanna point of view. I don't expect anyone to be happy twenty four seven. 365 days a year. That's impossible. You couldn't do that. If you tried, your brain would pop. Not even the Dalai Lama can do that. When I talk about happiness, I'm talking about your overall degree of happiness. And everyone, every one of you that are listening right now has a certain degree of happiness. Some people have an overall high degree of happiness. Some people have a low degree of happiness. Some people are in the middle. Most people are in the middle. Most people, it doesn't take much to tick them off, to take them from a good mood to a bad mood. So it's a matter of degrees. And, and here's an, this is a metaphor. A sunny blue sky can be scattered with clouds, okay? Some people, and maybe you, some people, when they wake up in the morning, right, they, they pull the curtains over in their bedroom, and they look out, and they see this beautiful blue sky and beautiful sun. But over in the corner, they notice there's some clouds. But these people are focusing on the, the blue sky and the sun, and they're saying, you know what? This is going to be a good day. I'm going to get things done. Can't work to crank into my day. I love it. 
I absolutely love it. Then there are those who get up in the morning, they pull the curtains open in their bedroom, and they're looking at the same blue sky, they're looking at the same sun, and they also notice the clouds. But these people, what are they focusing on? They're focusing on the clouds. And they're going, uh-oh, here we go. It's going to be one of those days again. I knew it. It was one of those days yesterday, and it's going to be one of those days today, and it'll be probably one of those days tomorrow. My life just isn't working. And some people even say, my life really sucks. So right now, take a couple of minutes, and only you're going to know this, but be honest with yourself. Be brutally honest. What is it that you usually focus on in your life, day in and day out? Especially if you're confronted with some challenges, when you're getting ready to go to work. When you wake up in the morning, do you usually focus on the sun, the blue skies, crank into your day? Or are you focusing on the clouds? Especially if you know, as I said, if you're confronted with a challenge and you know things need to be done. Are you waking up saying, I can do this. I know I can do this. Is something within me that can meet this challenge head on? Or are you one of those that when you're confronted with a challenge, at some point you're about to achieve something and you hit a wall and you say to yourself, oh, man, I can't believe this. This is absolutely ridiculous. I knew this was going to happen. Every time I try to do something, it never works. I'm always going two steps up and five steps back. I just should have played it safe. So what do you usually focus on? The sun, the blue skies, or the clouds? Your honest answer is your degree of overall happiness. Now, some people have a very high degree, as I said. Some people have a very low degree. Some people are in the middle. My point to you is that there are strategies, and we give them on this show, that can elevate your overall degree of happiness significantly. What I'm saying here is that you can be happier than you ever, ever thought you could be. You know, I, I, I got I to tell you, years ago, I was on a flight with a, I was, I had a long week. I was in three cities in, in, in five days, and I was tired, and I'm on a flight from LAX to JFK. And uh, I'm, I'm telling this story just to, 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 just to reinforce what it is that we're talking about here today. And, and I think it's really important. I was tired, and I just wanted to get some sleep, but the guy next to me had other plans he felt like talking. And I figured, all right, let me, let me listen to what this guy has to say. And we got along really good, and he asked me what I did for a living. And I told him I, I, I showed people how to be happy and successful regardless of their circumstances. He thought that was interesting. And as we're talking, he stopped me short in the middle of, of, of saying something. He goes, I know, I got to ask you a question. And I said, what? He goes, why do you want to be happy? And I never heard that question before, ever. And I had a hard time answering it. I don't think anyone listening right now has ever been asked that question. I've been asked what makes you happy. Uh, what do you think happiness is? But I've never been asked, why do you want to be happy? So the only thing that I can come up with, and I was trying not to look like a professional and not sound like an idiot, but I did sound like an idiot because the only thing I could say to the guy was, I want to be happy because it makes me feel good. <laughs> and the guy looks at me and goes, that's it? I said, yeah, that's, yeah, I want to be happy because it makes me feel good. He goes, wow, that's heavy. I bet you have your audience on the edge of their seats with that kind of wisdom. And I felt like I had asshole on my forehead. And it bothered me that I couldn't give him an answer. So the conversation was over and this guy falls asleep and I'm saying, I got to find an answer to this question. So I took out a pad and a pen and I started writing and I'm writing, okay, I want to be happy because when I am happy, 
I know I'm connected to a higher part of myself. The answer starts revealing itself. And when I'm connected to this higher part of myself, my life works. It works. It flows. Even if I'm confronted with a challenge, I know there's something within me that can meet this challenge head on. Okay? Now, if I'm not happy, if I'm not in a good mood, my life doesn't work at all. And I got to be very careful because if I hold on to that negativity, I feel the door to the negative zone opening up. And if I keep that train of thought going, I will feel more emotionally distraught and then I'll enter the negative zone. And I know when I get in it, and even though I do this for a living, I know it's very difficult to get out. But at least I know I have the strategies on how to turn it around, even though I might be sucked in for a while. And as I'm writing this stuff down on this pad, actually in all the stuff that I wrote down was information for my book at the time that wasn't out. It's out now. It's called Get Your Shift Together. You can buy it if you want. And um, I had this epiphany, this thing go through me. And I said, well, I finally understood what philosophers, poets, writers, and spiritualists and great minds have said all through history. That happiness, and Aristotle said it best, happiness is our main, our main purpose and ultimate goal in life. All other goals are secondary to happiness. And I sat there and I went, wow. And then I realized and I looked it up and happiness really to these people and to most people, to experts, is our natural state. Our natural state is that of joy and inner, inner peace. And I remember years ago reading a book called Happier. As Aristotle stated, he, stated but only he put it in a, in a different way. He said, happiness is at the hierarchy of all goals. For everything that you desire, all the things that you crave and want in life, all of the goals that you're setting out to achieve, you want them, you desire them, because you honestly believe that somehow some way these things will make you happy or happier why do you want a new car because you think it'll make you happier why do you want to send your kids to a to a great school in a great neighborhood because you believe it will make you happier why do you want to get married because you're an idiot <laughs> i'm just kidding uh why do you want to get divorced because you know it'll make you happier i can keep going with this you know what I'm saying is that you want these things because you know it'll make you happier, happier. Now, some of you may be saying, well, no, not really, Steve. I want a new car because it'll make me feel prestigious. And I'll say, okay, fine. Well, why do you want to feel prestigious? Well, because you believe that being prestigious will make you feel better, will make you happier. Well, Steve, I want a new house because it'll just make me feel successful. Okay, but why do you want to feel successful? Because you know that being successful will make you feel better, will make you happier. The bottom denominator is no matter what it is that you desire, you want it, you need it, you crave it because you know it's connecting you to your natural state of joy and inner peace. You think these things will make you happier. So if that's true, and it is, why are so many people, think about this, why are so many people today feeling crappy and not happy? I think there are various reasons. Well, one of the reasons is they're not aware that their natural state is that of joy and peace. They're not aware that happiness is what they're searching for. And I believe as a result, they search for the wrong things. 
And as I just stated a little earlier, the things that keep us from being happy, uh, first of all, the thing, money does not make you happy. It's great to have. It could make you feel great. But I know people, and perhaps you do too, I know billionaires. Uh, I wouldn't put them on the scale of happiness as high up here at all. I put them down here because they're always concerned about something that's keeping their happiness away. There's always something that they think they need to do or something that they want and don't have. And those are the two main reasons why people aren't happy because they're focusing on what isn't working and what they don't have. What isn't working and what they don't have. No matter how much they do have, it's a mindset that they've created and it's become infectious and it's become a disease. I think the biggest disease in this country is unhappiness. There were more people walking around that you would look at them and call them the ultimate success story. And I don't care who it is. And I say this when I speak to leaders, CEOs of major companies, and you could hear a pen drop on the floor when I say, I don't care who you are. I don't care how much money you make. Everyone in this room could look at you as the ultimate success story. You could own five houses. You could have stocks and everything in the world. You could own so many things. You could live in a beautiful mansion. But here's the bottom line. If you're not happy, you're not successful. If you're having a tough time enjoying yourself during the process of whatever it is you're trying to achieve, trust me, you are ripping yourself off and there are enough people out there willing to do that for you. I know people who wake up in the morning, they don't give their brain a rest. They're still sleeping. The covers weren't even taken off. They didn't even put their feet on the floor. They reach over to their nightstand. They look at their iPhone or some other stupid apparatus, and they start looking about all of the messages that they think need to be answered before they leave the house. That's absolutely insane. And then they start reliving the crap that happened to them the day before, and they can't understand why when they get out of bed, they plant their feet on the floor. They're just exhausted already emotionally before they even cranked into their day. So it's important that you know what you're focusing on. I tell people, man, when you're waking up in the morning before you take the covers off, rather than focusing on what isn't working and all that's going wrong in your life, shift your way of thinking to what is working, to the things that you're grateful for, to the things that bring you joy, that lift your spirit. And I don't care who it is or what it is. You know, maybe you're thinking of your children, the person lying next to you, or the person you wish was lying next to you. Maybe you're, maybe you're thinking of the dog lying by the side of the bed, a particular goal that you achieved. Everyone that's listening right now could find something that can lift their spirits they're grateful for, no matter what you're going through right now. And if you hold on to that and build from there, you will notice after three weeks of focusing on what's working and what you're grateful for, you'll create a different habit and you'll go through the day feeling happier. And the happier that you are, if you believe in the law of attraction, the more good will come your way. The more you focus on your lack and what's wrong, the more of that you're going to get back. That's a fact. I've learned that the hard way. So it is all based on choices. I know people that would, and I'm sure you do too, who will, who will um, ruin their entire day because their car didn't start. You know, of course it's a, it's a pain in the ass when it doesn't start. But I know people that take it with them the next day. They're still talking about how they got ripped off. They just bought the car and it's still not working and it's in the shop. You know, you got to let it go. 
we have a tendency of making challenging situations worse than what it has to be. That's part of the human condition. But once you become aware of what you're doing to yourself and you're aware that happiness is your main purpose and ultimate goal in life, you will choose that which empowers you and you'll get to a better place. And you'll notice you take that with you everywhere. And that's a habit that will stay with you. And that's, that's how it works. When I'm in my office and it's a, it's a challenging day, I know when to stop working. Uh, this is something I learned just in the past few years. I stop at four or five o'clock. I don't go beyond that. And I go to my favorite Italian restaurant and I sit at the bar and I don't drink a lot, but I have a glass of wine. I sit and I mingle and talk and laugh my ass off with very good friends. Simple things. That's what makes me happy. Spending time with my grandchildren who only live 20 minutes from me. Those things make me happy. Doing things for people make me happy. And, and that's something we all need to know. We need to hone in on the things that make us happy. Whatever that is, do it. Just do it. Make it, make it become a part of who you are. So you're talking about a number of things. And we're taking notes. One thing is I was in this one seminar and they had mentioned about how the first thing people do is they turn on the news. And I really didn't get it until I realized that if you're watching the news and the news is a downer, you're starting their day with downer information and it kind of carries you through the rest of the day. So what I basically what I do is I do turn on the news the first thing in the morning, but as the entertainment reporter here in Chicago, his name is Dean Richards. So I watch the entertainment news and then I turn it off and it, well, I may, may watch the weather, but that's it. I'm not watching what happened last night, especially here in Chicago, because there's always bad news coming out of the city of Chicago. So how you start your day depends how the day is going to be. Wow, that's that was you said that better than I did. I appreciate that. <laughs> no, Bruce, that was great. Excellent. As a matter of fact, talking about the news years ago, and it's amazing, especially today if you're listening to the news. Years ago, I was sitting in Atlanta Airport, and um, I was sitting in... Um, the gate area, ready to board. And uh, a representative came up to me from Delta Airlines, and she knew I was a Sky Miles member, and I was a Diamond member, which is the elite status. Yes, I'm bragging. And um, she said, Mr. Rizzo, would you mind if I ask you a few questions? And I said, no, not at all. She goes, what's the one thing that you think that we can do as an airline that can put people in a healthier mood, a happier mood uh, when they're in the airport? And I looked at her without even blinking, and this this segues to what Bruce was saying. And I said to her, I said, Bernadette, I said, what do you notice in every single gate area in this airport? She looked around. She says, well, there's seats, there's people. And then she looked at the TV monitors and she said, there are TV monitors. I said, right, you have televisions in every single gate area. Some have three. And I said, and what channel, what station is always on in the gate area? She knew what I was talking about immediately. She said, CNN. I said, right, the news. Am I correct? And she said, yes. I said, and these people, even if they're doing it on an unconscious level, day in and day out are sitting in these chairs in the gate area. They're listening to how the economy is tanking, how this political unrest, how five other people were killed in the city of Chicago, and how the world isn't getting along, and how the pandemic is destroying lives. And you want to know why that they're in a bad mood. I guarantee you that that stuff is being ingested in their brains and their subconscious, and it's putting them in a very 
unhealthy, unproductive mood. I said, I am amazed that the news is on in every single airport in this, in, in, in this country, and it's not good news. And the more you listen to this, the more that becomes a part of who you are. And the scary thing is, you're not aware of what's happening to you. You're not aware that you're ingesting this stuff. It's coming on an unconscious level. And it's putting you in that mood. It's amazing. And she just looked at me. She gave me a stare. Nothing changed. That was years ago. Nothing changed. It's They still have it. If you want to have something, how about a 24-hour happy news program? How about noticing if a study was done, you would notice that people's mindsets would shift. You're watching that bad news, and then an announcement comes on, and then it says, sorry, folks, your flight is canceled. We're going to try to get you on the next flight. They're not only getting in a distorted, bad, angry mood because of that announcement. That they were just listening to is now a part of their thought process. And that's just adding to it. And then you'll have, if you're lucky, <laughs> unlucky, I should say, the person in front of you who's really losing it. He's the one that's standing there after he disingested all the bad news and that his flight's going to be canceled. And he's saying to himself, I can't believe this airline. This is absolutely ridiculous. I don't know why I fly them. They do this to me all the time. I wish that woman would keep her kid quiet. That's all the kid is doing is crying and talking. I don't know why people have children to begin with. Will you look at this? There's 34 people on this line, and there's one representative trying to get us on the next flight. And people are hearing him mumbling to himself. It's a snowball effect. And it's just what I was saying when we first started talking about unhappiness. We make a challenging situation worse than what it has to be. And outside stimuli is adding to that effect. And we have become a snowball of confusion chaos and negativity miserable people they hate to see happy people i was in an elevator once and it was so it was funny it was hysterical it, it was pouring it was pouring outside i was on the elevator i wasn't too happy about it i'll admit it myself and there were three other people just pissed that their suits and their work gear attire was soaking wet and this woman we hold the elevator or up for no umbrella. She runs in. She's soaking wet. And she's laughing. I love the rain. She goes, don't you just love the rain? There were two people on that, on that elevator that I thought were going to punch her ass. <laughs> thought they were going to nail her. And I just started laughing. I said, you're serious? She goes, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful spring day. Of course, she did get a little carried away. You know, April showers bring May flowers. And even then, I wanted to punch her. I appreciate you all. Uh, I feel blessed. I hope you do uh, enjoy your life. Uh, I love you all and um, have a great day.